Hi everyone, my name is Danielle Bradner and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. Welcome back to my podcast, Biohacking You. Um, Today I just want to do a short solo episode on stress. Um, I feel like stress in the short term, it's important, you know, it pushes us to get up and go. Um, But in the long term, it can cause some serious health issues. We need to start taking stress in our bodies more seriously. You know, you often go into work and you're like, oh, I'm not feeling good today. Oh, but don't worry. It's just stress. Well, no, like stress is serious and it can lead to heart attacks. It can kill, you know, Um, stress in the body can be manifest in a number of different ways. I know for myself personally, I get massive, crazy heart pains where I actually feel like I'm having a heart attack. I remember a couple of times calling my sister from across Canada and being like, do I need to go to the hospital because I feel like I'm dying? Um, It can cause racing heart, it can cause headaches, dizziness, high blood pressure, stomach issues, intestinal issues. Um, As I mentioned earlier, heart attacks as well. So it, it needs to be taken seriously. It should be treated as any other disease is treated in the world. Um, minimizing stress in your body, it's super important. It'll decrease just overall inflammation. It'll minimize the sugar cravings. It'll minimize bloating. It increases energy, both physical and sexual. It increases productivity levels, and it'll also increase your brain function. I know oftentimes when we're stressed, and I'm guilty of this, probably within the last five years as well, but we often turn to the like quote unquote addictions in our lives. You know, it's so easy when you're stressed to be like, oh, I'm going to go out drinking tonight. I just need to kind of escape reality and forget about everything. Another is binge eating sugar or watching TV for hours, especially the reality TV shows that just really allow you to escape everything in your life. Um, Although that may feel good in the moment, you know, like a few hours later, it's not going to make you feel any better and it's not very productive. Um, Nothing I say here is going to be any different than what you've heard for years and years and years of people recommending for stress. But I can honestly say that since I've eliminated sugar, drinking, and then really minimized my amount of TV... um, These are the things that help me the most with dealing with stress. Um, Exercise has been so key for me. You're going to hear it on every single episode, but I go for a solo walk every single day and I force myself to do it regardless of weather. I have like this cute little loop around my house that is probably like a 20, 30 minute walk and it's perfect if I'm not feeling up for too much. Um, Sometimes I listen to a podcast, sometimes I don't. Lately, I've just needed nothing and just to be like in my head, in my feelings and just kind of processing everything that's going on. Um, There's a lot going on in the world right now, you know, and it's so important that we can adapt with the changes that come at us every single day and that we can continue to be productive and happy through all these changes as well, even if we don't agree with them. Um, I work out a few times a week and again, sometimes I have to force myself to do this, but it's amazing. There's no better feeling after forcing yourself to do a 20, 30 minute workout. Like you're going to feel so great after it immediately boosts your moods. It boosts your energy levels. 
it changes everything it releases endorphins like it's so good for you so try that you know um meditation i (laughs) if you told me two years ago that i'd be somebody who meditated every single morning and that was like a key to my day um i never would have believed you but it's it's become so important in my daily routine um i do a minimum of 10 minutes a day it depends on how i'm feeling I'm a super early riser, so lately I've been able to do 30 minutes to sometimes even 40 minutes a day. Um, I listen to mostly guided meditations. I really struggle with just kind of like sitting there listening to beats or just music or just even solo by myself. I'm like an action person. I need to be up doing stuff all the time. So for me, listening to the guided ones are really important. Um, it. I found it helped me better process and deal with stress in a day-to-day environment. Um, It helps me handle immediate stresses with ease, which is something that I only realized in the last few months is, in the last few months, I've had a lot of really big drastic changes get thrown at me over the last sort of like year. Um, And I just find that I kind of have this flow to them now. I'm just kind of like, okay, that happened. So... How are we going to pick ourselves and move up? You know, I don't have that full day, full week of like feeling sorry for yourself, crying, like pity, like no, you just kind of pick up your shit, you get it together and you just get going again, you know, because the world's not going to stop. Um, It allows me to put things into perspective. I find that it allows me to see like a bigger picture when something is wrong or I'm in an immediate conflict. It really allows me to see you know, that this will be okay in five minutes, five years from now, it's probably not going to matter. So to not put so much energy on it. Um, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now. And I find in the beginning, you know, of the pandemic, I was watching the news day over day over day. I was in Montreal, my family was over in BC, and I found it really hard to just you I had no idea what was going on I'd never experienced anything like this in my lifetime um and I was by myself there you know I was single uh I just I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't feel safe for probably the first time in my entire life um I found that with time though I really needed to shut out that news and anybody who wanted to discuss the panic pandemic I just, I couldn't discuss it anymore. I just, I'd had enough, you know, it's going on, yes. I'm not trying to be ignorant in any way. Um, I'm super, you know, sympathetic and respectful of the fact that a lot of people have lost people close to them due to this. Um, I just find for myself and for my energy, I just need to not listen to that and kind of shut it out. And I deal with it on a day-to-day of what I need, but I try not to think about it too long-term. Some of the short-term immediate fixes that I use for when I'm really stressed or I know I'm going into a bit of a stressful meeting or situation, um, just a quick disclaimer, don't use any herbs if you have an autoimmune disorder and make sure to check with your doctor before using anything because some herbs and supplements, um, they don't work well with some of the pharmaceuticals you may be taking. I know I personally take Rescue Remedy Pestils from Bach. I've found them to be a game changer. 
Um, they immediately kind of like stop your brain from overthinking. They pause that feeling of like drastic heaviness on your shoulders and stress um, within probably five minutes of taking that. I also used to get anxiety attacks and I found those really helped as well. I've recently discovered the stressed formula from St. Francis. Um, that stuff is wonderful as well, but I do find you have to take a little bit more so the bottle goes quite quickly. Um, and then something too that you can take, but not too long term, because it does affect your body's ability to be able to naturally produce GABA, is GABA from Natural Factors. The uh, chewables are really great and handy to carry in the car for anything. Um, so yeah, I hope some of these things will help you guys. And again, like we're all in this together and there has to be a rainbow at the end of it at some time. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Biohacking You. My name is Danielle and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. This time I want to discuss gut health. After listening to my first two episodes, I had a couple of friends reach out just saying that they were experiencing issues with gut health. So if I could kind of share any tips or tricks that I've used to repair mine, they would love that. Um, keep in mind, it did take me probably a good full two years to fully repair my gut lining and rebuild the gut flora. So please remember that this is not an overnight fix. Um, there are some quick tips that I will share in here, but it does take time. So one of the biggest things that I did was proper food combining. It's important to do that so that you're fully digesting everything that you're eating and that you're allowing enough time in between for full digestion so that everything has left the stomach by the time you go to eat something else. There's a lot of foods that normally back in the day, say 100 years ago, we would not have been eating together and now we've put these things together and we're just unable to digest them especially when we have gut issues. As you get past this and you start to feel better and you start to repair your gut lining, you'll find that you can eat these things in combination again and you won't experience any issues, whether it be gas, bloating, um, just constipation, anything that you may be experiencing. So one of the first things is fruit should be eaten solo at all times. It needs at least 30 minutes to an hour to be fully digested and out of your stomach. Um, you should stay away from dried food in the beginning, especially I would highly recommend for the first three to six months. It's very high in sugars when it's dried and it's really difficult to digest. And especially if you're not drying your own and you're buying store-bought, um, it actually has chemicals in it to keep the coloring. So it's really not good for you. Um, fruit should be eaten in season. Yes, this does mean for all of us Canadians living in winter right now that we should not be eating any tropical fruits. Um, pineapples, bananas, we're just, we're not made to be digesting them. Um, proteins should only be mixed with vegetables. Carbs can be mixed with other carbs and vegetables. And by carbs, I predominantly mean grains. So you can be mixing beans and rice together, but you shouldn't be mixing chicken and rice together. It, they digest at different rates. Um, one protein uses an acid and carbs use an alkaline base to digest. And when they're put together, they kind of neutralize each other out. So they just don't allow you to properly digest what you're eating. Fats can be mixed with both proteins or carbs and all vegetables. 
Now, when I say carbs, as I mentioned, think predominantly grains. So if you're eating chicken with sweet potatoes, that's okay. Some people still can't do that. You go with what works for you. Trial and error is gonna be the best. Um, I went through a period where I could only eat chicken with like light leafy greens. And then now I can eat chicken with sweet potatoes, rice, everything. So again, this takes time and do what's best for you. Um, I recommend when you're repairing your gut, go at least three months, use that three month mark to kind of test things out and see what's working and what's not because there could be other things going on, whether it be stress or unclean water that you're drinking that's still affecting your body and you may just automatically think it's your food. Um, oil and grass-fed butter can actually be used heavily on greens it allows you to absorb the nutrients better and it's actually really beneficial for you fat also keeps you full longer now fat think healthy fats so olive oil it's great for your brain walnut oil avocado oil and coconut oil and then as i mentioned grass-fed butter try to eliminate dairy as well um corn should be eliminated also it tests as an allergenic for a lot of people, especially if you're experiencing intestinal issues. Um, it tends to be predominantly GMO'd nowadays as well. So check that with beets as well because they are being more GMO'd. Um, make sure to be buying organic where you can. Stay away from anything sugar, refined, even natural sugars like dates and stuff, similar to dried fruits, you know, just kind of stay away from those for a little bit stay away from anything gluten um, stay away from dairy and then obviously naturally alcohol you know it digests as a sugar in our body and it's just really hard on all of our organs um, especially the gut lining it can actually cause holes in it so if you're serious about healing your gut health you will need to stay away from that for a little bit Try to eliminate all processed foods, uh, peanut butter, raw foods. So a lot of people, when they hear this, they're like, oh, okay, no problem. I'll just eat a whole bunch of salads. Well, no, actually raw foods and raw veggies are actually really difficult to digest and they're really hard on your intestinal system. So try to go for anything steamed. You can do a lot of lightly steamed salads. If you need recipes, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to provide them for you. Um, and then... Anything cooked, you know, you can roast veggies and stuff. Like there's tons of different ways to eat them. Um, I know you're probably thinking at this point, well, Danielle, like there's not much food left. Honestly, I've been there so many times when people tell me what I can and can't eat, but you'd be surprised there is actually a lot. So instead of bananas in your smoothies, think frozen cauliflower, avocado, squash. You'd be surprised it makes it just as creamy and sweet tasting. Instead of mixing carbs and proteins, try different ways to cook veggies. So as I mentioned, try roasting them, air fry your sweet potatoes, steam them and add grass fed butter. It's really good. You can also add some sea salt, but make sure it's not store bought salt. Um, you can also add like kelp flakes and stuff. Some people can use nutritional yeast. I can't because it does feed candida in your body so if you have any sort of mold or candida issues just make sure to not use nutritional yeast 
Um, as I mentioned, eliminate sugars, even fruits, try to maintain just kind of like a one or two piece of fruit a day. Um, stick to apples, berries, kind of low sugar fruits. And again, don't eat these right after a meal as a treat. They need to be digested and fully digested on their own. That's why a lot of diets and a lot of people recommend to eat fruits solely in the morning till about noon because that's when your metabolism can really just focus on digesting them and it won't be eaten with protein or something that you just cannot digest together. Drinking water, but good, clean, filtered water, you'd be surprised how many people are dehydrated and that's just one of their biggest issues. When we think we're hungry, a lot of the times we're just thirsty. Um, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, you know, you can also throw some sea salt in your water. It helps yourselves better absorb it. Um, and it does keep you feeling full. So just drink lots of water in a day. Start each morning with hot lemon water. Just squeeze like half a cup of lemon into the hot water. Um, add prebiotics and fermented foods to feed the good bacteria. Sauerkraut and kimchi. This was something like I was eating it at least three times a day with every single heavy meal just to help with digestion. I really highly recommend this. Even if you like do scrambled eggs, avocado, sweet potato in the morning, throw some sa sauerkraut with that. You'll see a massive difference even if you just do that one small thing. Um, I buy the wild brine kind at Costco and I think the massive tub is only like $7. Um, also check the ingredients. I was so surprised when I started chopping for kimchi to see that there's like food coloring in it, there's chemicals and there's always sugar and it's usually the second or third ingredient. Those are not the ones that are going to be feeding the good bacteria in your gut. So please do not buy those. Foods like miso, garlic, ginger, those are all highly prebiotic and really good for you. I make an amazing salad dressing out of miso paste. I use miso paste, apple cider vinegar, olive oil, and organic mustard. Um, I use organic because non-organic mustard has natural flavorings in it, and that can sometimes contain gluten. So if you have any sort of intolerance, make sure to stay away from that and look for that on the ingredients. Um, I say this all the time, but every single person should be checking all the ingredients. You'd be surprised and so shocked what they're putting in our foods nowadays. But anyways, just mix that up. I keep a jar of it in the fridge at all times and you can use it on everything. I've even started putting it on veggies to roast in the oven. It's so delicious. Um, garlic is like a super fighter in our body and it works to go around and kill all the bad bacteria, viruses, and infections that we may have that we don't know about. I'm a little bit weird. I will eat a clove of it for like, say, a period of five to seven days, usually once a month. Um, everybody's like, oh, that's so disgusting. Don't you smell it on you? Well, no, I've actually noticed that you only smell garlic on people that are eating it when their body no longer needs it to fight something off. So once I start kind of seeing if people can smell it on like day four or five is when I'll automatically stop. Um, but for the first little bit, you should be doing at least like seven days of it. Again, check with your doctor. If you have low blood pressure, sometimes it can lower it even more and it's not good for everybody. But these are just things that I use for myself. Um, remember too that all the foods that are a no for now, they won't always be a no. You just have to rebuild your gut lining so that they no longer affect you. Um, 
what else? Healthy fats are highly encouraged. Any nuts, avocados, um, as mentioned, just stay away from peanut butter. It's not actually a nut, it's a legume, so it should be digested as a carb. Um, incorporate lots of seeds into your diet. The supplements that I use, so essential fatty acid, acids are imperative to rebuilding. I use the Carlson's cod liver oil two a day. Wow, outstanding. I've even seen a difference in my nails, my hair, everything. Magnesium, super important for the motility of your gut. And then I also used the herb slippery elm and I would do a week after the week of garlic with that for the first three to six months. It's actually a mucilage, so it goes through and coats and repairs your gut lining. Um, again, it's a herb, so please ensure to check with your doctor to take before. And yeah, those are the small few things. It sounds simple, but it took a lot of work. Um, I hope this helps, and I will continue to share gut health and gut tips as we go. Thanks so much.